I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens between them. You've been really experiencing lately how good it is to be a guy. Yes. For me, it's good to be a guy. For you, it is good to be a guy. For a trans girl, it wouldn't be good. For some people, it's not good to be a guy. But for you, it is good to be a guy. Yes, it I'm is. I'm mildly jealous. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was coming out of work the other day, and there were these two guys standing outside. They're older guys. They're probably a little older than me. And as I was walking past, they said, hey, George, you know, fr- very friendly. And I, I said hi to him, and I felt pretty comfortable. And I was I was aware that I was very comfortable, probably because the fact that I'm talking to people in general is something I'm usually aware of, like. Because <laughs> uh, you're an introvert like yeah. that. And then I walked a little farther, and these two ladies that work there were coming up the walk. And I, I know one of them pretty well, and she had a big boot on her foot. Hmm. Yeah, she gets into accidents and stuff like trips over things whatever okay. she's known for these things but she's always smiling and they said hi and the other one that was walking with her she's one of the women at work who definitely changed her interactions with me after my transition she's very almost weirdly cishet yeah i don't know if it's weirdly or if it's just weird to us that people are cishet but anyhow <laughs> Yeah, and the other one is just kind of a happy-go-lucky person, no matter what's happening, which is lots of things are not always good, you know, mm-hmm. in life. But she's always a friendly person. And they said, hey, George, how's it going? And I said, good, how's it going for you? And I looked at her boot, and she just shrugged her shoulders like, oh, well, you know. <laughs> and I realized uh, as I was walking that way that, that that was so easy. It didn't used to be easy. No. Because I was dealing with myself so much before... The addition of having to talk to people was even more of an issue. Like, uh, people. <laughs> and myself with people. Yeah. <laughs> I want that. And now it's just easy. It's just, yeah, hey, here I am. How's it going? And they know what to do with you now. They do. They Which do. we've talked about before, but it's still yeah. just kind of wild to me. Yeah, and that's because they see me as a male and, and their world is bi-gendered for the most part. As far as I know, and as far as their responses generally indicate, as they were different before than now, mm-hmm. they know what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, with the butch, lesbian-type person, they kind of think they know what to do, but it's mixed together and it confuses them. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure exponentially so for gender-fluid-type peoples. Yes. Who present as gender fluid and don't present as what they think people, what people think they're looking at. Mm -hmm. I see a boy. I see a girl. Wait a minute. You looked like a girl yesterday. Mm. What are you today? Not a girl. You'd think? Right? That's all I can say. I I don't know. I might not have the right answer otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. So that, that was one of them. I can see it in the body language and the comfort with the interactions, mm-hmm. both on my side, because I am more comfortable with myself and because they know what to do mm-hmm. in response to my presentation. And that showed itself really clearly, not just with your coworkers, but with complete strangers. Mm-hmm. Yes. As we were, we're, we're in the process of buying a house. Yes. And for any of you, our friends who have done this, you know it is a process. Yes, it and is a process. And if you haven't, let me inform you. It is a process. 
Yes, and it's not the house we're in. It's a different house which will be better fit for us. We we talked in lots about of ways. a while back that we might be buying our own house from our landlord, and turns out that he wanted like fifty thousand more than it's worth. So we said no, thank you. And then we promptly went shopping for a different house and found one. It was providence or fate or whatever you want to call it. We got the right house at the right price. Like within days, and then you have to go through the process, and then you start the process. Yeah. yeah, but as part of this process, you get to interact with a whole bunch of complete strangers. Yes, so all these guys come over to do inspections and such. The pest inspector and the structural inspector and the roof inspector and etc. Yeah. So you and I and the kids、mm-hmm. go over to the house for the inspections,、mm-hmm. so that the kids can see the house. Yep. And we can deal with the inspector type people. Very good. Yes, and so these guys, the real estate guy too. It's just easier for me as a guy talking to another guy, because it's easier for that guy、mm-hmm. to talk to me now. And guys talk to me, whereas、yeah. before they they would kind of talk to me but not want to talk to me because they weren't sure what to do. Right, and we are working with this real estate agent, male real estate agent. Because the woman that you work with, who also does real estate, has taken. She was out, out yeah, of town. Yeah, she was she, out of town. Her and, daughter was getting married, and then、yep. she had another week. And so she was she basically was on leave from everything, including showing houses and selling houses. Yeah, and, she was out of town. So you were working with her partner,、yes. business partner,、yeah. who was prior to this interaction a complete stranger. Right, and so other other trans folk. Or people who are aware of of these things for those types of reasons will understand this description. He's a guy about my size, about my height. He's more X Y shaped, or, you know, whereas、mm-hmm. I'm not. But he's about my height. Yes. About my size. And shorter people in the world have different ways of interacting、yeah. with other people.、Mm-hmm. They get used to their position in the world or、mm-hmm. something. And then there's the other guys that were there. The Overall structural inspector who was pretty chill. Yeah, he he could talk to you with no problem. He had no problem interacting with me, and he just treated you as a human person. Yes, which is nice to see because I'm I'm watching this and I can see he can easily talk to you. He doesn't feel he needs to try to transfer himself to a filter where he explains things to women, and he doesn't know how to do that because lots of people who have that filter really don't know how to do it. And then there was the. Pest inspector guy. He was another one. He he、oh. was a different breed, and he was kind of creepy. He was、yeah. really old, and he、um, he was a taller guy. So was, his status in the world has been different. Tall white guy.、Mm-hmm. But you know? he he had this sense, and there's this creepiness that comes from just the aging of a socially awkward individual.、Mm-hmm. And it's a very benign creepiness, and it's just sort of like, okay, you're. A little off. A little off, and we'll just deal with you.、Mm-hmm. This guy was a little bit beyond that. Yeah, I felt like he was trying to contain himself because he was in a business situation.、Mm-hmm. But he's also an old guy, and so probably no longer so good at containing himself. <laughs> and he could talk to me just fine, and that was really easy for me. But I, I was very aware that he was a creepy guy. My wife was there, and my kids were there, but he didn't seem to pay as much attention to that. No. So his creepy problem is with women, apparently. But that you were uncomfortable talking to him because he was the creepy guy,、mm-hmm. and his words were appropriate with you. His body language and facial expressions and stuff, not so much. But yeah, no. In general, not so much. 
And afterwards, you and I were talking about like the variations of creepiness and like how you could sort of plot on an XYZ axis of like the variation of, you know, how much is being asshole and how much is being incompetent and how much is being like, oh, no, wait, that was the asshole there, the, I said, you could, thing. this could be a, you said it could be an XY thing. And I said, it could be an asterisk because uh-huh. you've got these, all these branches of yeah. incompetence or not being aware or mm-hmm. not wanting to be aware and so right. forth. And so like this particular quadrant of this grid would be like, well, you're okay, but we'll deal with you because you're not really being an asshole about it or you're not being pushy about it. But it's just who you are. Yeah. Yeah. And he was kind of goofy anyway, I think, because he was old, because he was supposed to get a check from us before he left. And he didn't even tell the real estate guy he was leaving. No. He was supposed to tell the real estate guy, okay, I'm leaving now and get a check. And he just off he went. And then, you know, the real estate guy's looking for him. I said, oh, he went. He's like, he did? And I'm like, yeah, I thought he was going to give me the bill. And, you know, he had his own world, but there were problems with that. Yeah. Yeah. He was very, very different towards me from how he was towards you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was I was watching that. And he, I think my impression was he was also behaving extra well, not just because he was being a professional, but because your husband was there. Yeah. And see, I didn't see a lot of that because I was managing the kids. And so yes. all, all my powers of observation were directed towards them. Whereas all the guys coming to inspect things wanted to talk to me. They did? Yes. And they talked to me and it was very easy. And it was easy for for you. And I got left with the kids. And I saw you standing over there and I'm standing there talking to all these guys and I'm And I'm like watching you and I'm like trying to hear what you guys are talking about, but I have to manage the kids. And okay, so what do we need to do about anything that does anything need doing? Do we need to be aware of? Right. Did the pest inspector guy actually inspect for pests? Because all he's talking about is structural things. Well, he he had been under the house where the structural guy was going next. Ah. So he didn't find any pests except in the trees. Yeah, the a trees couple of have, them have borers in them. Yeah. Yeah. So he talked to me about that. Mm-hmm. He talked to me about some other house things just because that's all there was. We also had a roof guy, but that was another day. But he, mm-hmm. he was similar. He was pretty easy to talk to. But then I've got the roof guy and my buddy who came over to look at the evaporative Your cooler. Your Jesus friend, Yeah. And then the real estate guy all just standing around talking to me about things. Yep. And I was like, wow, this is really cool for me. For my wife, not so much. Thank you for acknowledging that. You're welcome. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. There was no way to pull you in. No, there wasn't because the kids needed managing. Yeah. Yeah, that was a weird... It was. Gendery thing, like a big wave of gendery stuff hit yeah. us and we got segregated into our categories by the general mm-hmm. uh, consensus of... Cultural norms as yeah. relating to gender expectations. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yep. The the real estate guy, though, who you had never met, does turn out to be a pretty cool guy. And we end up connecting on, like, geeky things. And yes. so he, he treats me like a human. Did you notice how he made that uh, <laughs> math joke with you when you were talking to our princess? Yes. Um, who, who's an, rather anti-princess right now. Good for her. Yes. But uh, our number three child, he, he made a math joke with you when you were to keep her active and out of the same trouble that the boys were sort of but only sort of nearing getting into 
I suggested that she measure the biggest room, the, by, the by living room, by, well, started with how many big steps can you take? How few little steps can you take? And then it was how many of this particular kind of gymnastics steps can you take? And then how many somersaults does it take? And meanwhile, the real estate guy starts talking about, you know, well, is that a standardized measurement? And, <laughs> yeah. and I said, well, that's why she has to do it like seven times or more yeah. to get, you know, an average of, and then we start talking about standard deviation. And he wanted and, you to, to ask her. And so that was good. He was watching that. Mm -hmm. And I saw it as a, a kind of geek connection. He, he's a fellow geek. Yes. And you said that you guys have geek dark. We, we, it's like gaydar only for geeks. Yeah. That's funny, but we have geek. I can see it. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's good. It was good. Yay. Yeah. We did have uh, all three kids that time. Mm hmm. And the boys were bordering on trouble, and eventually I did have to intervene with our number two child. I told him when we got in the car before we left our garage when we get there, do not climb on anything. There will be no climbing. Do not climb on railings. Do not climb on trees. Do not climb. The house we are buying has stairs, and he has wanted stairs for a long time. He seems to have this idea from the movies about, like, sliding down the, the handrail well, and those, jumping down the stairs and climbing on the railings. Those and, nice big square posts at the end will teach him a good lesson. So Yes, the railing does not continue all the way down. <laughs> in the meantime, mm -hmm. so he, he asked me first. He wanted to jump off the second floor landing onto the first floor. And I said, no, but thank you for asking first. Mm -hmm. I said not to climb, and I do not want you to do that. Good. He says, okay, which is cool. I love when he says, okay. Yes, that's our thing lately. When, it, mm -hmm. when an adult who is in charge of you tells you no or tells you to do something, mm -hmm. you say, okay. So then I'm holding the ladder for my buddy to look up in the attic, and he's looking to see if the ductwork is actually connected, which we found two of them were not. Hmm. But he's looking up there, and as I'm holding the ladder, I'm turning around, looking to see what kids are doing, and I see our number two child with his leg going over the railing on the second-story balcony outside. And this was at the point where our real estate agent and I had started having some geeky conversation about something, and the kids asked if I would play hide-and-seek with them, and I said, okay, I'll count, you go hide, and I will count to 50. The teenager looks at me, and I look at the teenager with this knowing glance of, I'm just going to count and let them hide. Mm -hmm. And eventually I'll go find them. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we're trying to wrap up, and I'm trying to keep them out of the way. So yes, you go hide, and I will count. Yes. <laughs> And it didn't work out so well of keeping them out of the way because... Because I, I am upstairs holding the ladder and I turn around and see his leg going over the railing and I yell. And then he, look, he looks around. There's a window right there in the door. He looks around like, where did that come from? Like, how did my dad see that? <laughs> and then I, I had to tell my buddy I had to go get the kid and let go of the ladder and march over there. And I, I just took him right off the porch. I wasn't giving him any second chances because he had been so out of control while he was gone. Mm -hmm. He really needed to be reined in. Yeah. And so there's no warnings. There are no there's, warnings right now. You were told the rules. I told you not to climb. Come inside and go put your shoes on downstairs. But I was just, which is always how he starts mm -hmm. his reasoning. And I said, well, 
I saw your leg going over the railing. I told you not to climb, so that's it. You're done. Go downstairs. Right. I put him in a timeout down there. I was going to send him to the car, but I didn't want him out of our sight. Yeah. Yeah. And so he did his timeout. And then he apologized. And he did. To you, because he had grumbled at you. So all these instances, you're just the guy. Yeah, I'm just the guy. And I find it mildly frustrating, and you observe it, but are not in a position to be frustrated by it, that a lot of these situations do gender us. They do. I don't want to be gendered. I know you don't. I don't mind it myself, but I I know that it's not comfortable for you. I don't mind being gendered correctly. Correctly. Sometimes it's not correct. Such as? Such as I get an email the other day at work addressed to Hi Ladies, and there's three people's names and I'm one of them. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm looking at that, scratching my head. You have like, a beard. How do I address that? And of the other two people to whom this was addressed, one has known you for a while and one has not. Right. So they're both going, oh, that's wrong. But one of them's going, that's wrong. And the other one's like, huh, that's wrong. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I sent an email back saying, were you including me? Because... You said ladies. And she's like, oh, sorry, I get so many emails and I... Didn't realize who responded already. Like, she just, it went over her head. She didn't notice. And this person who had sent you this email, have they known you a while? Long time, which is why they said, hi, ladies, to the three of us. Right. So I, I thought, well, that's odd. And then a few days later, as I'm coming down the elevator helping somebody carry something, this this woman that we gave some kids toys to, Mm -hmm. and she had her son there. She'd come into work on a day off with her son after an appointment for him or something like that and was picking up the toys and doing some other stuff. And so I was carrying the toys down for her and her son, who's about two and a half, is looking around like, hey, where'd it go? And I was carrying it and she starts to say, well, she's carrying it. And then he looks around like, who the hell are you talking about, mom? What (laughs) she? You're the only she here, dude. Yeah. And he's got the stuff. You know, and, but she realized that she was starting to say she's that she was wrong, and she didn't do the stupid apologizing thing. She just moved on, and everybody moved on and ignored it because they figured she was getting things wrong, and she yep. was getting things wrong. She was, but they they would think she was getting things wrong in a different way than she was. Yes, yes, and she's known me a really long time. Yeah, nobody was looking around thinking there's a she besides her. Right. I'll tell you that. Right. And we've had that with your mother as well, where like the longtime experience of you in the wrong gender causes them to present the rest of the world with a misunderstanding of their understanding. Correct. So how has that worked out at the Cairo? Well, the chiropractor, there's three guys there. One of them I see the most because he can actually adjust my neck. Which does not like to adjust as a result of a spinal injury some years ago. Right. And the other two I don't see as much. When that one guy, ha- you know, that sees me the most, he he's worked on it more. He got it from the beginning and then he's made a couple mistakes and he just scolds himself, you know. And yes. the, uh, the, he he's got your pronouns. Yeah, he's got my pronouns correct. Okay. 99% of the time now it was about 90 something before. Yeah. And the other two I don't see as much. One of them's a more self-aware type guy. Mm-hmm. Doesn't tend to get the pronouns wrong. He's paying attention to what he's doing. That's good. He's not just going from the subconscious road directly out of his mouth. 
The other one I've seen the longest. Before I knew the one guy could adjust my neck, the other guy would, is the one I would go to. So the point is that I was seeing the guy I'd known the longest, and he's had trouble with the pronouns for a while. Okay. What I noticed when I saw him the other day is he didn't use any pronouns. He I think that's easier for some people. Skipped pronouns I'm going to skip the pronouns and just say George. And Every go time. Up George, and George is that way. Yes. But what I did notice is, as he's doing his work and we're sitting there, and I'm assuming because of this he's more of an introvert than some other introverts as well, just like me, there's no talking, and it's not necessary, and it's not uncomfortable. But I'm very aware of it because... In a previous life, there would be expected pleasantries. Yes, there would be talking, and now there's just some guys, and he's doing his work, and we don't have to chit-chat, and we're both quite comfortable with that quiet. Good. Yeah. Yay. So that was kind of, that to me, that was a gendery thing because well, it's yeah. different. It's different. You know, he it might is. he might talk to me a little more mm-hmm. and he didn't have to and I was glad and he was probably glad and it was <laughs> all good. Yes, whereas previously he would have felt the need to maintain some sort of conversation to avoid other potential awkwardness because he's a guy and he's got a Do- seemingly female patient in his office. And so he would need to keep up that conversation to avoid any other potential awkwardness previously. Right. Now we don't have to. Yay. We can just shut up and enjoy the silence. Yay. Good for you. It was good. And you said that because there are a handful of people there, including, you know, the, the MAs and the office assistants and receptionists and such, who have seen you and known you for a while, but nobody ever really says anything. And you were wondering no. how they process it, like, because they don't, you know, there are some people who will be very clearly wanting to ask you things, like the intern at your endo's office that one time. Oh, yeah. She was extra intrusive. Mm-hmm. That's in an old episode. Yes. But, like, nobody says anything. No. No, they don't. You said it makes you think. What are they thinking about this? And some people are really chill about it, and you can tell they are, like, okay with not needing to ask you anything. And other people are like, whoa, there you are. Wow, that's different. And they don't know what to say. You can see that. And some people are kind of just like, and one of these is an intern at the chiropractor's office who's this guy's daughter. Mm -hmm. And she's training to be a chiropractor now. Mm -hmm. And she worked at his office in high school. And she, you know, as we're talking, as she's doing stuff, she is talking to me because she's Mm -hmm. a woman and she's not an introvert. So those two combinations... She's talking. We're talking about how long I've been going there or something like that. And I said, yeah, I first came to your dad's office because of the laser. And she said, oh, that was a long time ago. But you have been coming here since I was working at the front desk, which was when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. So she remembers me yes. vaguely. So I wonder, do people vaguely remember me and just adapt that my gender is correct now and mm-hmm. presents correctly, whereas before it presented awkwardly? Right. Or what? I have no idea, and I don't really want to ask them. No, No. and given my experience with other people who see me as a femme-presenting and female-assigned person, they think I'm another cisgender, straight person to whom they can have these discussions. Oftentimes, it's the processing happens elsewhere and with other people. Right. And so... This person, if she did need to process anything, it wouldn't be to you. She has at least enough awareness that I should not ask this guy who's been coming to my doctor's office about 
hormones and surgeries and what the hell was going on in his brain. Mm -hmm. But she might have that discussion with her dorm roommate or with her significant other or with her dad, mm -hmm. who is your chiropractor. Right. Right. She might. I find those things to be odd. I do, too. But the, I think that I'm impressed with those people yes. handling it very appropriately and respectfully. That's like, good. There you are. You're just you're a person, and that's cool. Yay. I'm glad you're mm -hmm. being who you are. Yes. Or whatever they're thinking. I don't know. They seem to be good with it. I'm going to make notes on your file now. I'm going to adjust your spine now. I'm going to not fuss about your gender now. It's no big deal. I'm doing my job. And then the chiropractor, he doesn't usually adjust my neck. Like I said, the other guy is, but he is the one who adjusts my neck. But that guy was out of town. And this guy has never been able to adjust my neck. And he got my neck to adjust. He was so excited. He said it made his day. Oh, that's great. After all these years. <laughs> that is so great. I think... He's always tried, but you know. I think that when you were presenting in your assigned gender, he was being gentle. He's and now of, that you are very clearly male, you've got much more well-defined muscle mass and facial hair and a squarer jaw and no chest lumps. And now he's not going to play quite so nice with those bones that refuse to cooperate. Maybe it is that. It, it really could be. I mean, the other guy has been trying to teach him, mm -hmm. but he doesn't use that same method. And he asked me, he says, so... When the other chiropractor yanks your head like that with the mm -hmm. towel thing, do you think, oh, that was uncomfortable? And I said, no, actually, it's not a problem at all. Because, you know, he just can't believe it because it's really a, a pretty extreme adjustment. Yes. And he's not that kind of chiropractor. Right. Most of them are not. It's very hard for me to find somebody who can adjust my neck. Yes. Because you really have to give it a good push or pull or whatever yes. direction you're going. And that's... Not something you do to everybody else's neck at no. all. You, no. You wouldn't do that ever. Right. So, But for your fused vertebrae, we do. Because otherwise the pieces that are not fused don't go where they're supposed to. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. the muscles are all locked up. They do that. Mm -hmm. And I think they do it more now that you have more muscles. I think they do it more as my muscles are changing. Mm -hmm. I've had bouts of it where there's a problem mm -hmm. and then there's not. So I think as my muscles are growing and or expanding or whatever they're doing there, there has been some problems with it because of that. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. So most people see you in the right gender. Most yes. people still have no idea what to do with me. No, they don't. I'm sorry. So you get correctly gendered the majority of the time and when somebody makes a mistake, they acknowledge that it's a mistake. I get correctly gendered all the time. And when there's a mistake, it's because it's in their brain, not because they're looking at me. That's good. I like it. Yay. And I think that's it. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. 
If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is... Transpantastic. A podcast. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Put it away. Sorry. It's okay. Put it away every day. Uh-huh. Every t- I mean, every time we get done and next time we come to the microphone, it's in the drawer. Uh-huh. Yeah, there we go. Okay. I could probably get most of the words without the sticker. As so. long as you don't get mentally hijacked by the fact that, hey, shit, I don't have my sticker. Yeah, I can't picture the words and words don't stick in my brain. No, they don't. If we made little pictures, like little icons out of them, I might remember. Your steps have gotten heavier. You're clomping through my house like our number three child. I was child. trying to be really quiet, too. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> so. He didn't swear at you. He did not swear. No, because I, I have given him consequences. Yes, but that episode will come after this one, so. Mm-hmm. A long ways after this one, actually, so. Okay. So you'll have to cut that out. That's okay. Uh Uh-oh. Something's worrying, and that's not going to be okay. I may not have a choice to make it not okay. We just gotta... What is it? It's the... Is it too warm? Pan from my computer. It'll be alright. Okay. I'm watching how you make that even more precarious than it was. It's very interesting to me. More air under it. Yeah, I know. Okay. But your method is, you know, you're not afraid to... No. ...prop it up against something else against something else. No. (laughs) Nope. Okay, so... So (laughs) (laughs) 